Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 27th of May, 2020 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Hong Kong is all about transit. This tiny little space with its vibrant and energetic population has transit routes like veins and arteries that move an impressive amount of people around in the blink of an eye. One of the most spectacular forms of transit, though, is the minibus, and Aaron has a story about them for you today. After Aaron, we'll hear again from a poet from Kong Po Rai Mo. This time, it's Audrey Lee with her poem, August, Halfway Between. Before we get to today's stories, though, a huge hello goes out to our loyal Hong Kong listeners. We hope you're finding time to enjoy yourselves and staying dry. Greetings go out to our overseas listeners, too. This week, especially to listeners in Tai Chung in Taiwan, Chelsea in the United Kingdom, and Arcadia in California in the United States. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. And we are back. Pitch workshops are up and running for the next show, which will be on June 24th. If you've been spending your confinement time thinking of all the stories you have to tell, now is the time to get yourself to the pitch workshops and pitch your story to our host. Workshop details can be found through Meetup. We'd love to hear your story. Find details of how to meet us on Meetup, about upcoming shows, and how the whole process works at hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. And now with the story from the December 2019 show, which had the theme, Meeting You, here is Erin. I have a lot of social anxiety. It's really in, only in my middle school classroom where I'm completely comfortable. So it's frequently within my own magical mind that I create relationships that may or may not actually exist. Let's take, for example, my bus driver boyfriends. Every morning, I take the same city bus to work. And since I'm the first person on the bus, it seemed to me, in my perfectly healthy single woman brain that there was some affection growing between myself and my bus drivers. (laughs) How did I know this? Well, we're on the same bus together. Alone. Strangers on a bus exchanging glances. Now, none of this is spoken because I'm terrified of humans and they are grumpy bus drivers. But here we are in this awkward moment of isolation like two strangers at a bar. Certainly someone should do something to progress the relationship. So I decided to make the first move. It would help me overcome my fear of humans, and I'd also add the bonus of making my bus drivers fall helplessly in love with me. (laughs) How do you do this? Appreciation. Why are these bus drivers so grumpy? Because no one appreciates them. Hey, I'm a teacher. No one appreciates me either. (laughs) So I know how that one thing can open a heart, that thing of being seen, acknowledged, 
and appreciate it. I just had to make a plan. Step one, when I get on the bus, I'll say hi or good morning, or if I'm feeling especially saucy, Chosan, all while maintaining eye contact and smiling. Step two, when I get off the bus, I will give a friendly wave and cheerfully vocalize, thank you, all the way up the aisle to the awaiting ears of the bus driver. That way they will be feeling so much warmth before their heart breaks with yearning when I disembark the bus. (laughs) I know, relationships have to be mutual. I've learned as much by watching the flirtations of my middle school students. He is not in love with you unless he says hi back to you in the hallway. So, armed with this deeper understanding, I will be looking for a greeting, a grunt, or, oh God, even a smile. I narrow it down to three bus drivers. The first, <laughs> I chose them. Because they each had that special spark and they just needed me to fan the flame. The first I will refer to as geriatric gentleman. The second, resistant Ron. And the third, the stud who smokes and wears glasses. Men selected, I started my steady onslaught, 6.39 a.m. Chosan, and then I would glide back to my seat, just certain that they were looking at me going, oh. What a breath of fresh air. She is special. The first to crack was geriatric gentleman. Not only would he say Chosan to me when I got on the bus, but when he saw me, he would break into the most adorable smile. I knew our relationship had reached its pinnacle on the day when I went to say thank you, and he was waving and smiling at me first. I floated off the bus that day. Floated. Not a thing a student could do could ruin the shine of my successful morning with my bus boyfriend. The second was resistant Ron, and as his name suggests, he was not having any of it. But I noticed something about his lack of interaction. When I got on the bus, he would fiddle with his seatbelt or play with the gadgets on the dashboard or adjust the rearview mirror. It was precious because he did not do this with any other passengers. (laughs) It was just me he was trying to avoid. And I love it because... This is my strategy. I have been faithfully using this ever since I was a teenager in high school. If I like you, I ignore you. (laughs) It was clear. Resistant Ron and I, soulmates. (laughs) Finally, the stud who smokes and wears glasses. Let's be honest. He was the best looking of the three. So I got the quakey shakes every time he was my bus driver. At first, he didn't seem to understand what was going on. He would mumble Chosan and nod his head. But after a while, I really felt like our relationship wasn't progressing the way that I wanted it to. (laughs) So I wondered, do I change my strategy? Do I just stop? And before I could decide, he made his move. It was on a morning when things were not quite right in my mind. 
I didn't want to go to work, and I certainly didn't want to play some stupid game with a bus driver. (laughs) But I had started this, so I half-heartedly went through the ritual. Chosan, clump, slump, dump my backpack into the seat next to me, stare out the window. Everything is bleak. Ding! I walk to the back door, and I wait for him to stop at my bus stop. But he doesn't. He stops for my bus stop. You see, day after day, the stud who smokes and wears glasses had watched me disembark the bus and walk two bus lengths back to the front gate of my school. And on this remarkable day, he saved me that walk by lining up the door so I could walk like a queen directly (laughs) into my castle gate. It was one of the most romantic moments of my life. Oh my God. He saw me. He acknowledged me. He appreciated me. And when you live in a world inside your head to make life more bearable or to make life magical and someone suddenly sees you, it makes all the difference. And ever since that day, every time he drives my bus, he repeats that small, magical miracle for me. And I love him for it. Thank you. We just want to say to Aaron that we see you and we think that you're amazing. What else is amazing is that we're starting to get together to tell our stories and pitch for a whole new show. We've been holding our stories since the end of January and we think that it is time. With masks on and care and attention to other people's spaces to start coming out of our shells again. If you're ready to tell a story and you want to pitch for the next show, head over to the website Hong Kong Stories to find out how. And now for your listening pleasure, we have a poem from a local Hong Kong poetry group called Kong Po Rai Mo. You can find this poem and many others on their Facebook page. Go to Kong Po Rai Mo for details. Now, here's a poem for you. August, Halfway Between by Audrey Lee Muscle memory is to find you on the Key Lime platform. I perform a requiem by going to 7-Eleven and slipping down the stairs. This is when I cry, minutes from the estate building. If it is purple and vascular, it is still the smell of monsoon rain or leavened bread and Tylenol. I feel faint and fall back in love. In the summer we kiss with purposeful ignorance, choose to miss passing trains. I leave you in the city, sweaty and blubbering, and then suddenly, underwater, between wide tea and TKO and home, you are clandestine and small, as we stand side by side, 
and I cling to your arm. That is all. We meet in the middle and fight outside the turnstiles. Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.